Hi, this is Sam Chan, and welcome to the Sam Chan Leadership Podcast. It is my honor to serve you, help you achieve your dreams. Let's do this together. I want to talk to you about 10 items, totally unrelated and yet related. It'll all make sense to you at the end. Let me give you the first one. You have to determine your finish line. Determine your finish line. You've got to know what is enough. What is enough? Uh, I, I remember a story I read about a very, very rich man who was buying a plan, buying a plan, buying a plan. And someone says to him, when are you going to stop? And he said, well, as soon as I bought, bought the land that is just touching mine. You know, it is just, it is never enough. Uh, You've got to know what is enough. Otherwise, it is a bottomless pit. You're going to live your life thinking about what you don't have, rather what you do have. Because when you know what is enough money-wise, what is enough for your car, what is enough for your house. I drive a very old car. I'll give you a seat. You know, the car that I drive is a 1996 car. Almost got 300,000 miles on it. Now, I know some of you are saying, Sam Chan, what's wrong with you? Ryan Frank drives a new car every year. And uh, I would say, well, that's good for Ryan. But I, I, have, I have my enough points. So I don't need to have uh, those kind of things to substantiate me. That does not mean that if you drive a new car, something wrong with you. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just simply saying I have established what is enough for me. You got to know what's enough for you in every area of your life. Otherwise, you will keep looking at the deficits rather than the surplus of your life. You also have to determine your finish lines about your end of your days. Uh, Next month, I will turn 67. And I am happy the Lord has allowed me to live this long on this planet. But, you know, if the Lord uh, delays his coming, I am going to be going on one of these days. I've got to know what is my inheritance and what's my legacy. So let me make the difference between the two. Inheritance is what you leave behind. Legacy is who you leave behind. What you leave behind and who you leave behind. You have to to know what you're going to leave behind. That is good. That could be lands, houses, cars. Uh, I already told you my kids are going to get an old car. Uh, it could be life insurance, it could be stocks, bonds, whatever it might be. That's inheritance. Legacy is who is going to stand up at your funeral and say, had it not been for you, I would not be there. So inheritance versus legacy. Determine your finished lines. Number two, forgive quickly. Forgive quickly. Carry no grudges. Carry no unforgiveness. Carry no extra baggage. Because when you don't forgive somebody, it is like you drinking poison, expecting them to die. When So you don't forgive somebody, they are holding you hostage. When you don't forgive somebody, you are the one who has, who's on the lower end of the pole. Because you see, they have moved on with their life, have they not? And the more they move on with their life, the more you 
start feeling like I'm losing. Uh, what's wrong with me? They are happy. I don't see me too happy. But when you forgive people, now, now here's the thing. They don't have to forgive you for you to forgive them. Forgiveness is a two-way street. However, you go and do what you have to do, and then let the Lord take care of the rest. Forgive quickly. Number three, accept responsibility when things go wrong. Don't pass on the blame. This is what I like to say. When you mess up, fess up. Or the other way, fess up when you mess up. That simply means you confess. So when, when something goes wrong, don't be looking at if they had done this, if I had done, you know, this, that, the other. Then we are blaming somebody for that all the time. I want to say to you that when you are uh, going through some stuff that didn't go as wrong, as, as right as you wanted it to, just forgive, move on. Don't blame, blame anybody else and accept the responsibility. Because when you accept the responsibility, then you can do something about it in the future. But if you put the blame on somebody else, then they have to do something in the future different from what they did. And then they are still in control and you are not. But when you accept responsibility, then you can do something about that. Number four, this is a big one. Discover your gifts and operate in them. Discover your gifts and operate in them. The point is, find out what you are good at. What is your gift and operate in them? Most people try to be generalists. But by now you know what your gifts are. By now you know what it is that you are meant to do on this planet. What is it that you are bringing to the table and you discover your gifts and operate in your gifts. Number five. Remember, I just talked about discover your gifts. Number five goes along with that. But your gifts will change at different times in your life. Your gifts will change at different times in your life. So at one time, I was a youth pastor. I was a senior pastor after that. I became a college university president after that. Now I do what I do now. My gift set has shifted as shifts have taken place in my life. Your gifts will change at different times in your life. So you've got to be sensitive to your stages and ages. As your, as your gifts are changing, as your graces are changing, as your proclivities are changing, as your interests are changing, as your people around you are changing, as you are changing, uh, just know that you can tap into new gifts in your life. Because I want to say to you that the gift you have is great and wonderful, but there are other new and greater gifts waiting for you in your life as well. So gifts change at different times in your life. Number six, don't imitate. Be an original. Just be yourself. I'm amazed. Uh, as I watch, uh, for example, public speakers or pastors or preachers, how you can see how one is imitating somebody else. And I just say to you, just do you. Just be yourself. You were born an original. Why do you want to die a copy? You were given a voice. Why are you trying to be an echo? You are who you are. And therefore, 
don't imitate anybody else. Now, you can learn from others. You can uh, pick up pointers from others. But you've got to be you, especially in style, in style. So I'm surrounded by people who are great pulpiteers and great, great, great preachers. And I do what I do. I'm doing what I'm doing in front of you right now, what I do from large platforms. The dynamics are different, but basically this is what I do. And I have to remind myself, Sam, this is you. If you do what Sam Tant can do, then nobody else can do what Sam Tant can do. Because I have decided that God placed me on this planet to be an original, and I'm going to try to be that. Don't imitate others. Number seven, love life. Enjoy living, laugh out loud. Enjoy living, enjoy life, love life. There's many things in life <clears throat> that can take your joy away. There are many things in life that can hamper what you have going on in your life. There are many things in life that will deter you, distract you, disappoint you. But I want you to notice there's many things in your life that you're doing so well. There's so many people who love you so much. There's so much going on in your life that you can be grateful for. So love life. Love where you are. Love what you do. Because when you don't, not only are you not happy, but people around you are not happy either. And then laugh out loud. Just Sometimes when you're by yourself, they go, <laughs> they'll laugh out loud. The Bible says laughter is like good medicine. There's a time to cry and a time to laugh. I have found that people are more ready to cry than to laugh. You know, the scripture says, mourn with those who mourn and rejoice with those who rejoice. Uh, I have found it's easier to find mourners than re find rejoicers. You want people who can celebrate you and not tolerate you. So, enjoy life. Especially if you're part of the Samjan Leadership Institute. Because you receive so many tools, so much information that you can help others do that. Now, number eight, nine and ten. Number eight. No one owes you anything. Assume responsibility. No one owes you anything. See, once you have that attitude, then you'll assume total responsibility. But we are living in a time and a season all over the world in which people feel like somebody else owes me. Somebody else owes me how, where I live, what I drive. Somebody else owes me money. Somebody else owes me a quality of life that I aspire to. Somebody else owes me a job. I have lived long enough to say to you, no one owes you anything. No one owes me anything. No one owes you anything. And that is where when people take personal responsibility for their life, they can really move forward with it. Number nine. Life is not easy. Roll with it. Regardless of what you observe on the outside in other people's lives, it is tough. 
You know, we look at other people's lives, where they live, what they drive, where they fly to, where they do their holidays, vacations. Uh, we look at people and you have no idea what they're going through in their life at that time. I happen to be around some famous people from time to time. People stand in line to get their autograph and pictures with them and have them sign their books and everything like that. People buy their music. Uh, people want to be part of their inner circle. I want to tell you something, a secret. Here's a secret. Everyone has it tough. No one has it easy. Doesn't matter which country you live in, look at the leader of your country. They go in young, but in just about a year, you're going to have their bags under their eyes. They walk slower. There are wrinkles on their face. You know why? Because you say, I wish I was the, and you give yourself a title. But I'm here to tell you, life is not easy. Every CEO has a difficult. Every pastor has a difficult. Every leader has a difficult. You have a difficult. And give the same benefit of the doubt to somebody else. Life is not easy. So just roll with it. Don't envy somebody else. Just life is not easy. And number 10. I like the number 10. Stay away from negative people. Just cut them out. Negative people. People who have uh, always rained on your parade. People who have never encouraged you. People who have never invited you to go higher with them. People who have never invested in you. People who have always found fault with you. People who have always deterred you. People who have always disappointed you. You got, you got to get away from negative people. Now, if you're married to one, stay married and work it out. Apart from that, stay away from negative people. I've given you 10 related and yet unrelated leadership principles that you can not only tell others about, teach others about, but you can live your life like that as well. <laughs>